0: Welcome to NPR, the it's, your, it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> Disney will arrest you. Peerly, purely, purely pure. Isn't Isn't
2: that the Wizard of Oz? Is 20, 20 verses or whatever? I was going to say, right. it's like that's like a one. a Christian filter plug-in. Mike <laughs> you won't get
1: arrested.
0: All right, kick it. Hi, guys. Welcome to Rude Pastors. And this is Pastor Pete.
3: Pastor Frank. How you guys doing? Pastor John. Yo, it's Brendan.
0: Hello. And Pastor Chopper. (laughs) Notice that Brendan (laughs) Brendan never calls himself a pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like something therapeutic we have to deal with? Yes, it is
4: something therapeutic (laughs) we need to deal with. (laughs) It is. Thank you for asking. (laughs) I'm undercover. Yeah, On the cover. On the cover. Yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't got my actual certificate yet. So I'm, although I did I, just
1: marry someone. That's so. not my fault. I <laughs> I sent it. I don't know why I haven't gotten it yet. I know. I saw it. I saw the so, request. That's And I, I think mine's expired. so I'm not a pastor. No, no. it doesn't expire. Yeah. They, don't they expire? They're like five years. Yeah. Just the certificate. No, just not, the card. Well, the card does. has a date. the card, card does. expires, yeah. but yeah. a long, a long does time not.
0: Right, <laughs> right. <laughs>
4: It's God yeah, ordained. I'm waiting for you only, to like splash up, me with water or only dunk me in a river of blood. I'll, I'll or something. dunk you in the river. Ordain. got to do. As we, always,
0: we always teach ordination is from the Lord, man. We just recognize what, what God has done. That's, mm-hmm. that you know, and we get it wrong sometimes. Yes. So <laughs>
4: that's when it sucks. So you're yeah, an expired uh, pastor. Yeah. Expired yeah, like pastor. rotten milk.
0: Yeah, like rotten milk. It sounds like
4: a new podcast. <laughs> expired <laughs>
0: pastor.
4: Expired. <No.
1: laughs>
2: tired and expired. <laughs> tired and expired.
0: Oh, All right. That's too well, we so I'm retired, tired, and expired. Yeah, we, we, uh, before the, uh, I know it's like old saying, but before the tapes were rolling, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about uh, the kind of books we're looking to, tapes. we're reading or... Yeah, we could rewind it uh, <laughs> using a pencil. Uh, <laughs> <yeah, laughs> yeah, yeah, Brendan yeah, doesn't yeah, know what that it. is. Yes, yeah. I
4: do. I had a tape when I was five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a box of those and my kids ran into. We're like, what is that?
1: Yeah. I funny. had a
4: Teddy
0: Ruxpin. Okay? We, we were
4: talking about we a tape that you put in the back of him, yeah. really
1: creepily like, and yeah. his mouth moved. So Teresa and, like, and I were like, talking about that, that the other day. We were like, you remember when we used to put the tape over the cassettes, so we can record what we wanted. Right. We were sick of whatever was on it. Tape mm-hmm. over the tab, yep. the empty tab. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Having to
0: re-spool it when it got all messed up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, then my, then they got worried because when they pulled some of the tapes, uh, it was, uh, Arabic writing and, uh, Saddam Hussein's name was on it. <laughs> what, what are you talking what? about? My neighbor Uh-oh, growing up theory. was <laughs> yeah. Palestinian and he had he he, he uh, had at one point worked for the PLO, but he had come over to America. He had come to America, and he had they had brought him over. Uh, and he had a box of. Uh, Saddam Hussein's speeches. Well, there you go.
1: Oh. I and, thought you were talking about like Guns and Roses' uh, tape. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, appetite for Saddam.
0: <laughs> so he, he gave it to me person. because he knew that I used, he goes, hey, just reuse these tapes. So I had a bunch, you know, I can only imagine it like the FBI would have come to my house oh, and I had like a case of Saddam Hussein's uh, you know, you know, uh, messages. Watch out but, yeah, right, if, but if they will listen to it, it'll just be music recorded over all of them. All right. <laughs> we used to use them for rehearsal to rehearse mm. when, we're, when we're doing the band. and That's what they all say. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I, I had so many that I would use them for target practice around my house <laughs> with my BB gun. Uh but uh mm, yeah. guns, Saddam Hussein.
2: Yeah, there yeah. you go know, I was training. Mm. All I needed yeah. was monkey
0: bars. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <All> right. <laughs> you ever notice that? That Seinfeld's joke, whatever they seem like uh like terrorist training, there's monkey bars involved. Like when exactly <laughs> would you need monkey bars to that, you know? <laughs> that's that's
2: a question that we would ask people when I when I was uh in the Border Patrol it was one of the questions that we asked people and we weren't sure about their citizenship. If they sir no what what are monkey bars
4: really really
2: Yeah cuz nobody knows Only 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 people that grew up in the in the states know know what that is.
1: Hm.
4: They just call them something different in other countries. Cause they have monkey bars in other countries.
2: Right, right. But they, but, but when you say monkey bars,
4: yeah, we know exactly they, what a monkey bar it it is. We know. It's a weird name, monkey bars. They won't know
2: what it is. And so when they say they're born here and they don't know what monkey bars are, it's just one little piece of the puzzle to say. Yes. Every,
0: every They're, they're every, lying. Every city park I went to had monkey bars. I don't know. They must've thought it was going to, you know, like there the, the was, this was good training for young people. <laughs> like what color is yeah, the
2: flag? What color is our flag?
4: Our flag, red, white, and blue.
2: And that's the way that you said it. You didn't say blue, white, and uh, red. You yeah, said yeah, red. Yeah. That's the way we always say it. I I so if right. someone answers that question another way, they didn't grow up here.
1: Hmm. Whoa. Wow. Interesting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I used to love the monkey bars.
2: We always say red, white, yeah. and blue. It's we true. never say it in another way. No. It's so it's just true. That's not like ironclad, yeah. but it's just a piece of the puzzle as you, yeah, yeah. you know, I the learned way we say John things. I when
1: I was away with them. <laughs> I was like, like now that you're retired. I'm just going to hit you with all these questions, and you just answer what you're allowed to. <laughs> Does
0: America really have dead aliens? In, uh... <laughs> I want If they <laughs> do, I want to see it. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, oh, man. The secrets. Oh, but, uh, the secrets. But some of the books we're reading or getting ready to read. Uh, Frank, why don't you tell us a little bit about the book you're reading right now? Well,
3: the book that I'm reading right now is The Unseen Realm. By Michael, uh, I forget his last name, but oh, no. Michael. I, it
1: starts with an S, right? Uh, Google
3: it. You might be right. He's a doctor, right? No, he's actually, you know, he, he, I mean, I think he has a do- doctorate, but he, uh, he actually worked for, um, lo- what's the name of that program? Oh, Logos. 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 Yes. So, oh, the Bible software. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting book. It's challenging. It's about the spiritual realm. It's about the spiritual realm. Very um, nice. mm. He has some good uh things in there. Michael so.
1: S. Hesler? Has Hazler? There you go. Yeah, yeah I already I've been listening to it for a while. Yeah? He's got 3 books that are based on it. Okay. Yeah, 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 so, he does.
3: He he does. Yeah. Pretty pretty interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, it's, but it's very textbooky. So, it's almost like uh a, like a, like a class type. Yeah, more academic. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But I'm challenging myself. But it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I I've um Yeah, I think I started listening to that like three months ago, and then I took a break for a bit because I started reading something else Mm -hmm. and actually started listening to something else. Yeah. But yeah, I do have that. Does he, does he
2: like have the gift of discernment of spirits or is, or is it just like academic?
3: Academic, biblical studies and stuff like that. Um, But
1: tons of studies.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He goes in depth in, in a couple, um, in a couple of, uh, verses that, uh, that people kind of tend to stay away from, but he actually dives into them. One of them being Psalm 82. Right. yeah also, who, I think Saul. he's
1: got a book about demons and a book about angels too. Yes, he does. He does. Mm. So,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. Very, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in those things too. Very, very Check interesting. It out. Yeah, it's, uh. it's good.
1: Stuff. right I, cool. I
0: i heard on the vox it was the vox pro- podcast vox. that was talking about it and it definitely uh piqued my interest mm-hmm. they're talking about they're kind of in that that was last week they were talking mm-hmm. about I that uh mm-hmm. you know kind of uh he was doing a deep
1: dive into that yeah yeah that's his newest book. you know
0: kind of like the mm-hmm. the, the verses right. that that you know that we that that are i don't want to say controversial but are often really not talked about they're not talked about in about, yeah. in, in churches um and and they have some you know i, want, I don't want i, I guess the, the best description is a, a theories ideas of how these you know what this might signify so it's interesting uh you know for those that are, are you know uh yeah. Hungry yeah. To, to get. He more talks of that. probably talk, he talks
2: about like th- these can only come out by fasting. Is no, he, no, no. He, it's it's about-
3: more. It's more in depth on heavenly the heavenly council of God, like uh, the, the that unseen realm of His heavenly council and heavenly beings,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and um, mm. and what goes on. Like kind of you know how the,
2: how the, how it operates a little bit. How it operates.
3: Yeah. How he how it, it's just not life here. There's also life in the heavenly realms.
0: Well, yeah, what interested me is that it's it's the it's the biblical analysis.
1: Right. So it's
0: not just hey, I got this great crazy theory From, of how it yeah. all is.
1: Yeah, he goes because there
0: is a lot of that, you know, uh, extra biblical yeah, kind add, of Adding to yeah, right. So this is more of looking at those verses and kind of putting those verses together and saying, you know, what what you know. Uh, and looking at the original language which was interesting because I know he goes into the whole He does. Uh, does yeah. He goes Elo- he goes Elohim into the original language versus, and, you know the mm-hmm, whole mm-hmm. the whole thing. That's and,
1: what interests me is he went into like the different languages and this right. is what this means not that and this is what people think it means but it really means this and mm-hmm. so he's very yeah. very well educated. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know that to me that that you know for me over the last you you guys have heard me talk about it a lot. I did I've been doing a deep dive into uh Genesis now for years. probably the last you know it's like
1: three years, four years.
0: Three but probably ten in my life, but talking about it and John Walton's books mm. have really challenged my thinking yeah. uh in the sense of and and realizing how uh you know the nearest Near East uh writing is so important to understand it and actually looking at the Hebrew as opposed to just the translation that we've gotten, because um, you know sometimes you know it, it's just the nature of translation. As someone who speaks multiple languages, it, it, it is it's it, it is hard to do apples to apples mm-hmm. in translation. So it's really important to, to to know those roots and those words. But um, yeah, but I, I ordered a bunch of uh, Tim Gombas's books. That's what I'm going to be jumping into. Specifically, uh, he's done some great, uh, writing about Paul and, uh, Paul, uh, uh you know, and, and I know there's a book that we're probably going to jump into at some point. Maybe even, maybe we could do a couple podcasts on, uh, which is really the, you know, remember the title of the book? I always forget. I, I
4: got such a bad memory. What- Tim Gomes' book, yeah, I know. I, uh, it was on Paul. Yeah,
0: I know he
1: kind
3: of gives an, an overview. It's about the which
1: one are you talking about the one you talked about last the life week? of no? Paul. Mm, no. Yeah, the, the life of Paul. He does a no, lot no, no, with? Be, before
3: before the road of Damascus, right? As a as a as a teacher, uh, and then and then oh, the yeah, life of here. Paul after here. the road of Damascus.
0: Yeah, I just pulled up his look, my,
3: and how our lives are. Look a lot like the sometimes the, 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 the
0: power
4: and weakness. Maybe. Power
0: and weakness. I just that's the one I picked isn't up. That, isn't pa- that the Paul's one tra- Paul Tramps transformed vision? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I heard him talk about, but also, uh, I got the drama of Ephesians, uh, participating in the triumph of
1: God. Uh, it's, a, it's d- actually called the drama of Ephesians,
0: yeah, the really? The drama of Ephesians because, yeah. uh, and, and I don't know if you guys remember the very first series when we moved into having service was on Ephesians. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so that, that was a great, yeah. Yeah. Because it it is about kind of the the church, you know, the power, how the, how the church functions uh, and the, and the role of the church, the body of Christ. It's it's really uh, a great, great uh, study. Then I got Paul, a guide for the perplexed. So those are the, (laughs) Hmm those are the um, those you know, are all he also Thomas? has some really good bible they've, he's done bible commentaries on mark and uh and a couple other ones so um
4: yeah he's cool. I was thinking about taking one of his classes he was offering a, one of his cuz he teaches uh, the new test
0: the old, the old new testament or, hermeneutics yeah, yeah he had a hermeneutics old t- class old testament.
4: It's, it's just the old testament but, yeah, review right yeah uh, um but yeah i like him a lot yeah definitely definitely get a lot out of his stuff I just, one of the last books I read was Frankenstein. Wow. Wow. I was Very biblical book though, right? It was really good. See, I had to challenge myself to read fiction because I don't read fiction very much like at all. Did you finish it? Yeah. I did the Audible. Right. I mean, it's how
1: many hours is that? It's like...
4: uh, Six or seven or so, but I have it on... It's only six hours? uh, 1.6 speed. (laughs) (laughs) So I do it a little faster, but I was doing it while I painted my house. (laughs) And uh, so it
0: took me the whole time I did...
4: to
0: paint my house, as 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 an, as a, a great book as an English major, uh, you know uh, the classics. Yeah, are, it, it, the the biblical allusions are so powerful because it is so ingrained. But specifically, Frankenstein is a very spiritual story. Oh yeah, people don't recognize it that it's it's basically you know <laughs> creator and crea- create exactly, and 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 you know the the questions of, of God and and uh, and and evil good. And uh, it's 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 um, it's very very powerful. I was pleasantly surprised because
4: that's one I, I feel like I'm playing catch up a little bit, and this goes back to I think what we were talking about last week, where I'm, you know, I you were was I was homeschooled, <laughs> and I didn't read all the typical books you would read in high school because I was I. homeschooled and I was raised in a Christian. So you I was either all in a Christian of, you, school or homeschooled. So you
0: were, you were so Frankenstein Mark Luke wasn't and John. an option. You know, <laughs> oh, you don't read for, you know.
4: So yeah, but like. Uh, you know, I'm I'm working through my forgiveness and not being bitter for holding me back from all of these things. <laughs> from, from shrinking your brain? <laughs> from shri- Literally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's tough because I, I realized how much value was not put on knowledge and learning because it was all like, God will give you what you need to know. You don't... If you're going to be a pastor, you don't need to go to Bible college because he'll give you what you need to know. We're ordained by God anyways, like you said, so right. why even go through all that stuff? So as a kid an excuse to not go to school sure that sounds great
0: yeah man, I, I i'll be honest if uh, you know uh, if homeschooling was an option for me i would have taken it because it would have been like yo i'm home i don't have to go to school and do homework and stuff yeah. like
4: that you know now i did do now, I there had are a some, lot of good experiences now, I'll, in it too
0: I'll, I'll, let me so. let me let me uh clarify i'm sure some people do it well yeah yeah but uh, that hasn't been the experience that i've seen uh, from the bulk of it, My it's parents usually to... short, short. The short end. Yeah, the, ki- the kids get the short end. My it.
4: parents will be the first to admit that they weren't the greatest in homeschooling. I did it all myself. I had an on. I had a computer <laughs> program that I just did it all myself, and uh, so yeah, they'll be the first to admit that they, you know, they weren't really equipped to do to teach me. Um, but, but you were committed. I was committed, you and I was committed. responsible for a it. kid. Like, I, did you grade yourself? I, too? I could do it. No, the computer <laughs> graded for me. <laughs> But no, I mean, I missed out on a lot, but I also got a lot of real life experience that I wouldn't have if I was in school because I was able to travel more and I was able to travel around the world and do like, whether it was mission trips or just culture, just experiencing cultures, which I value a lot now. I'm super thankful I was able to do that. So So it balanced out for me a little bit, but
0: still. I mean, the truth is that both of those things should happen.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: You know, I we don't. What I would talk to parents who came to me said, you know, they felt because they, they felt a lot of pressure that they were not being, uh, they were not living the right Christian life if they did not homeschool. There was a lot of pressure for yeah. young parents to like, I can't send my kids to the this uh, den of iniquity, uh, uh, where they're going to learn about evolution, a pl- a place of, of 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 scum and villainy, like a public school. <clears throat> you know, I, and uh, and and I get it because you know, yeah. It, but it's you know, it's uh, the reality. We I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago that yeah. you know, you, you, the sinner is your child is still a sinner whether they go to a public school or not, and it, it will it it'll, it will erupt from their from their lives, nevertheless. Yeah. So, but uh, so I think that it's still our response. We are the ultimate teacher as, as parent. So we just can't leave it to the public schools to educate our children but right, we right. so you de- we,
3: you definitely wouldn't be reading Frankenstein.
4: Mm. No, I wouldn't have for sure. And this is the sad <laughs> thing because Among other things. As,
0: as 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 an English major who's also a Bible major, right? You know, the especially uh western uh literature, you know, uh, you know western civilization and and it it is like you know shakespeare is filled with biblical concepts and, and and you know listen uh greek uh you know the greek tragedies and all that it's filled with images that are are are, are the ideas that are biblical like the uh, the logos the word and man making himself god and being struck down and the biggest sin is hubris pride and that's the fall so it, it what i Always tell people is that, uh, you know, if you want to become, if you're into history,
4: yeah, I love it. The
0: real history is literature because you're mm. actually in the mind of the writer. Uh, so, a lot of times the history books that we read, while they're good, really don't capture the thinking mm. of the time. So, if you want to understand how people they experienced those periods of times, you read their writings, you know. So, if you really want to understand Abraham Lincoln, you read. What what he wrote? You mm-hmm. you read his 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 thoughts, and, and then you can understand his motivation. That uh, he could
2: string together some sentences.
0: Yes, he was ex- <laughs> amazing. Yeah, uh, you know the the that's something that's been lost, I think, uh, in our current time is the orator, the the you know our, our presidents today have their speeches written for them. Mm. Uh, that's what I, one of the things I I do still love about uh, England. Is that you know the 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 m p uh, you know and, the, and all the leadership there are they they write their own speeches, and there's an expectation for them to uh be smart <laughs> act, act, be great communicators yeah 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 and actually be able to communicate. <laughs> uh, and not have someone oh, write their speeches for yeah. them, you know. That, uh, mm-hmm. that really is it, and that was a tradition here too. Yeah. You know, we've lost the debates. I mean, like the, you yeah. know, when Abraham Lincoln debated, it was a it was a four or five hour ordeal on a stage, mm-hmm. and they went at it. You know, they went at it, and 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 it was no holds barred. Mm. Now you just it need to be Now it was like it's like hey, I'm, you know, John, me and John are gonna debate. These are the questions we agree to. We're not going to talk about these <laughs> subjects, you know, because and then I'm going to have these canned responses for everything that I say, mm. you know. So you really, it's really hard to get to the heart of what a person truly, it, who he tr- truly believes or is, as opposed yeah. to having their finger up in the air and figuring out what's the best way for me to say this so that I can get elected. That's on both right. sides. That's, and you wonder why it's that's so, independents right. and conservatives and liberals that it likes. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder why so, it's so
4: hard for us to trust politicians because it's hard for us well, to see who they really are. Well, that has through history.
0: Well, like, yeah. They don't trust politicians. Yeah. But, <laughs>
4: yeah. but now it's even harder because you can't see who they really are because it's like everything, if everything's canned and whatever. Right. So it's even harder. I don't know.
0: So, um, yeah, we haven't even started and we've just. Uh, I know. Yeah, but, but this difficult. is good stuff. Any other books? <clears throat> Any other books? Well, John's reading you have a really good yeah, book. I'm reading Shatterpoint, right. Star Wars. So, some some nice. some enjoyment. My fun, my fun
2: read. I kind of go through phases where I'll read a handful of Christian books, then I'll then I'll take a I'll take a break. But I usually have three or four fun books stacked in the queue. You know, uh, so I hadn't I hadn't read uh, too many Star Wars books. Uh, so the best so far being the Darth Bane series. As far as pure writing and flow of the story was awesome. So I figured I'd read a few of those. Um, and then kind of the books that are the spiritual books or Christian books that are harder to read. You know, I kind of take them a little bit, a little bit, and then I won't read mm-hmm. any Christian books for a while. It's just like scripture. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm right right yeah. now, there's, I'm not reading any Christian books. It's just bible oh, and a chatter point. You that's
4: are. it <laughs> <laughs> wow that's horrible no i i agree i mean that's where i like i had to challenge myself to do fiction because i just don't just for the creativity yes. and get that creative stuff going like i can immerse myself in all these christian books and self-help books and like study materials and it's great i enjoy it but like there is something you get really out of just a An fun read. A fun read. Yeah. yeah, Fiction or like a classic or something. Because your mind
2: plays a movie.
4: Yeah. It uses like a different part of your brain. I guess. So if the writer, if
2: the writer's good, your mind will play a movie. Right. If, if he's very, if, if, then that's the key with the writing because if he gives you too much detail, you play his movie, Mm, which isn't, will never be as good as your movie. Mm. So that's why word, word choice and, the, the, the ability to paint a picture in someone's mind makes excellent writing so difficult because if you, if, if you're playing your own movie, the book will flow and you'll really enjoy it.
0: Yeah. That makes you know, sense. songs too, when people use. Well, I was going to say too, I mean, we can't, uh, you know, a, a, a big part of, of my life is music too. And I notice that there's periods of time where I don't, you know, listen to music. Yeah.
4: I'm been winning one of those And
0: uh, and there's and then uh you know yet yeah, you know so uh uh you know that that is something that uh is important too for me yeah. you know I think that you know I I experience music and uh you know it's it's mm-hmm. it, it it goes takes me through uh, all my emotions mm. you know and and I have my favorites you guys you understand
2: like what the is trying to convey
0: right well especially yeah. a band like you know uh, I, you know it's funny because gombus is a big u2 fan and i i uh, yeah that's been my favorite band since i was young but he was talking about it yesterday in his in his current podcast and and he was bringing me back just by mentioning the the songs because I, like you know i've gone through that whole journey from the 80s till now and 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 thematically you know and for those you know i'm a child of the 80s yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, but the thing is with you too is that there, it's always been uh, spiritual Christian. It's you know on the, the uh, Christian underpinnings, and uh, you know, um, I believe that you know that that's that is part of who they are. They've said that some people don't. Some people, you know, <laughs> you, know you know, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but they're pretty. Don't avert. But he was mentioning one album that was deeply affected by their relationship with Eugene Peterson. Mm. Which was the message? So, like, they used the, yeah. in that whole album. He had an interview. Yeah, they were. They actually built a relationship. Yeah, they had a relationship. because they were. You know, so, so and it was. And it's funny because you, you know I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole because it is <laughs> a gigantic rabbit hole. But but let's just say that the music has ministered to me without a doubt my whole life. There's a couple of bands like that. A couple of bands that really just resonate with me. And yeah, uh, some of them overtly Christian. Some not. You, yeah. know, so, you know, you mm-hmm.
2: know, and uh, yeah. um, I mean, Chopper. You mentioned on the hike. You know, Rick Springfield had really
1: impacted <laughs> you. You know, growing up, Jesse's yeah. girl. Jesse's yeah. girl is the best song ever. <laughs> <laughs> I also like when he's in the movies. So. He was really, really good in uh, that Lady Gaga movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever it was in. <laughs> I no idea. I didn't watch that. Movie. <laughs> it was actually a good See, movie. Stars, yeah. I, I,
0: I, kind of kind of the the I still
4: haven't seen that.
0: Uh, you know, uh, my wife wanted me to see that so much. I kept saying, listen, I know the story and I just don't want to be depressed. Yeah, I don't think he was, you know, that, though. <laughs> that was somebody else. That was, he was, was in like, a, I believe he was in soap, soap operas or something. He right? wasn't. Yeah.
1: That's when I general like, really started liking it. Well, yeah, yeah, it was general,
0: yeah, hospital. general hospital growing I up. Know, yeah, I was like, oh I
1: guess.
0: You don't know who Rick Springfield is?
2: He you was what? Rick Springfield. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're not missing nothing. No, Jesse's no. girl. Come on, man. That's Rick Springfield. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
4: There
1: you go. I but, guess I'm not as cool as you are. No, chopper. you're not. You're not cool. They,
0: they were, you know, definitely <laughs> on the cover of Tiger
1: Beat. And uh, I have are, a collection of Tiger Beat. What's wrong with that? You guys remember Tiger
0: Beat? <laughs> <laughs> Tiger, nope.
1: No. Tiger
0: Beat was like a teenage, a teen uh, magazine back in the '80s, like Cosmo Tiger Girl. Girl? Uh, co- well, but Tiger Beat was specifically for <laughs> teens, and they would put like the the heartthrobs right. on yeah. there. You
1: know, Uh, okay, one of those, yeah. yeah, I I have Corey Hanks. So, you had a subscription? Yeah, the Corey (laughs) Hanks. I got, I have the two Corey's edition. Oh
0: my God. So, and it's basically everyone, it's got a full layout. You know, we're at the age right now (laughs) where we're, 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 you know, where we see the disappointing end to every good looking actor that we grew up with, how they are now, Mm. you know, bald and old and, uh, you know, uh, and they're still fighting to, you know, narrow. Oh, yeah, just oh, messed gosh, up his yeah. leg or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just lost his leg?
2: Angry old man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought man. you said he lost his leg. <laughs> mm. uh, he and, got really hurt or something I saw on the uh,
3: Angry, and that goes
2: right into today's... Yeah, what are we talking about today? <laughs>
0: oh, so segue. So Frank's going to the lead prank. us now. <laughs> Frank's going to lead us. Take the helm, take
4: the helm. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> on, this is your message. You're I just let it, one. I let it right in. Should, okay. we, should we segue with the scripture reading? Yes, please. All right. We're going to be in uh, Matthew 5, starting in verse 21.
1: You have heard that our ancestors were told, You must not murder, but if you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, If you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. So if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. When you are on the way to court with your adversary, settle your differences quickly. Otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge who will hand you over to an officer and you will be thrown into prison. And if that happens, you surely won't be free again until you have paid the last penny.
0: Bam. And so begins <laughs> the, you know, it's funny, uh, the popular word right now, deconstruction, mm-hmm. right?
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, it, it, I like to change it to discipleship. <laughs> I, like, I really like that. Yeah. Because it, it is, you know, deconstruction is, well, d- two thoughts on that. First, you have to have construction to deconstruct. Right. I think a lot of people that use the term, I'm being deconstructed. It's like, no, no, you, you didn't have any construction to begin with. Mm. Hmm. So there's nothing for you to deconstruct mm. you know you know that's one interesting yeah. you know uh in this and not in an insulting way, but just uh you know d- walking away from the church i in and and blaming uh oh well i don't believe in these things exactly what exactly is it that you're deconstructing mm. is it the the service, the building, the people, or is it the understanding of scripture and, and that's very two different things you know, but also it's a very popular word, but I think it's discipleship. I think it's sharpening yourself and growing. I think it's the work of God in you. It's okay yeah. to uh, challenge your thinking and rethink. Cause uh,
4: deconstructing and constructing is all, it's
0: always going to happen. It's, it's all, part of
4: discipleship. It shouldn't it, be seen as like a bad right. thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Deconstructing bad ideas for good ideas mm. is good. Right. <laughs> you know, in other words, you know, we wouldn't call it deconstruction if someone is getting rid of things that that are uh, are 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 uh, unhealthy, right. And not biblical, right? You know, that's. I think a better good. way to
4: deconstruct isn't necessarily because I think a lot of people go into deconstruction to them is taking a wrecking ball to it and it just smashing it. Whereas I think a healthier way to do it maybe just taking taking the pen out one by one, taking the net, like deconstructing piece by piece so that you can analyze whether or not it needs, what needs to be deconstructed and what doesn't. Like you don't throw everything out, you know, you you can't...
2: Like the culture.
4: Right. Yeah. That's so popular. You, right, but it's easier just to take a wrecking ball to something yep. than to analyze each piece and remove each piece at a time that needs to be removed, but keep the other piece. It's almost like a restoration. At that point, it becomes
0: like a restoration project, which it's funny because... Restoration. That's <laughs> so the- that's a much better. Yeah, yeah. What's the point of deconstruction to be homeless? In other <laughs> words, in other words, are you going to destroy everything in your life and not build it up again? Mm. You know, and that's kind of a uh, you know. So I have a lot of feelings about that, but obviously, you know, Jesus is deconstructing for them or reconstructing. They both work because he's saying you've heard it said. Yeah, um, and this is part of the you know last week we talked about uh you know that Jesus saying that our righteousness had to exceed that of the Pharisees
3: mm-hmm.
0: right to even and and uh the natural thought is like you know well it's an you know it's kind of like when Jesus said it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to the kingdom and his disciples goes they just go cuz they just they just couldn't imagine that cuz the the, the because in their perspective, the rich man was the most blessed man because they connect, they they made these all these connections that just are not there, right? You well, know, blessing
2: equals good person,
0: right? Good person and all that. So and 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 they said, well, then who's going to make it if if those guys can't make it? And then mm. he said, you know, be encouraged, you know, and that's kind of
2: the point too, right? Right,
0: right. it is. It,
2: you, you're not you're not just going to make it, you know, on your own or, you know, yeah.
0: no, no one is good you right. know that it kind of and not and and just because someone seems to yeah. be righteous doesn't make them righteous, and that's really the Pharisees were really good at uh, appearing righteous, and and they definitely met the standard that the culture uh, believed was righteousness. But now, you know, then Jesus spins it on its head and says, "Okay, this is about inside righteousness. Right. This is about your heart and transformation." that produces good fruit. It isn't go do these things because the, it's like the reverse. We have a tendency to reverse everything mm. and we want to start at the end and come out with a good product. But Jesus is saying the, the, the good product is made when the transformation of the heart and then what flows out of it. So it's really about changing your innermost man and woman, your, who you are, your identity. Yeah, And that is, you know, God giving us the heart of, you know, the old Testament. It's the picture of like, he, this is Israel's problem. They, they obeyed on the surface, right? We studied Saul and, you know, and Saul did what was required of him, but his heart was far from God, you know? So he has to say, you know, uh, obedience is better than sacrifice. And, you know, uh, God, you know, the modern translations, you know, God doesn't want you to put on a show. We've all put on a show, right? I'm not the only one. Of course. There's an expectation, yeah. right? We have, it's called code switching. When we're certain groups, we talk a certain way. Christians are great at that. Mm. You know, Christians are great at, 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 at Christianese, <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, uh, talking, you know, that because there's an expectation. If I want to be part of this group, mm. these are the things that I say, these are the things that I do. These are the things that this is, you know. We've added a billion. For example, politics. People have connected. That's an outward. Ver- for some people, that's a test of righteousness. Uh, <laughs> you know, their politics. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, and if you're it's, Republican, you're righteous. right, right, right. If you're, if you're not, not it, you're right, not. Right, <laughs> right. Unless you're a progressive, and then the progressive says, if you're not progressive, you're, you know, it's. Yeah, it goes big. both ways. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but definitely, mm. you know, but then here Jesus is beginning to to say, listen you thought you had it right. You thought you've created all these, you've taken God's intent and you've humanized it and you've come up with all these rules and these regulations, but you've missed the heart of God. And I'm going to show you the heart of God. Now I'm going to show you what the law is Mm. and the intent of the law. I'm going to show you, uh, you know, that's a statement I've not come to get rid of the law, abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And it begins with the very simple, thou shalt not murder, right? You've right. heard it said, yeah. you know, but then he turns it on its head. He yeah. basically, that whole group, like we could all sit here. I hope no one of us can claim that we've murdered somebody, <laughs> you know, if not, please don't say it on, on live podcast. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, Okay. <laughs> Just the fact that you have to ask them—that's isn't, isn't isn't
2: that um, you know—and and you you were on the streets evangelizing, mm-hmm. and isn't that what a lot of people still say today when they when they um, proclaim their own goodness? One of the first things they say, "Well, I never killed anyone." Yeah. Yeah, right, and right. It's, it's interesting that, Je- that Jesus begins said, with that. And <laughs> so, so at first, like you said, at first glance, well, I, I never. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm a good person. I, I never killed anyone. Right. And that's one of the biggest hurdles for people to uh, open their mind about their own condition, and as as they they think by their own rationalizations and and uh, man's laws that they are good,
4: mm.
2: yeah. And that's just one of the biggest hurdles of salvation.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah I well, think <laughs> what we're talking about here. So, so the murder part would be the outward, yep. uh action, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but. The extreme. Would, the, the extreme, the extreme. So, but on the upside, on the upside down kingdom, what it means is, he's talking about uh, anger. What's inside the heart, the condition of the heart. Yeah. So, yeah, when the people, root of the, the, yeah. the yeah. root. Yeah. Uh, so, if we, if we let anger fester and, mm-hmm. and 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 stay within us, it would lead to murder. Yeah. Let's say you no. Know, so it could. it, yeah, it could.
4: The thing, too, is like what you were saying is what people's first reaction is, oh, I didn't murder. I didn't kill anybody. But also uh, another thing that goes along with that a lot these (laughs) days is like as long as you don't hurt, as long as no one gets hurt, as long as I'm not hurting anyone else, then I can pretty much do whatever I want as long as it doesn't hurt someone. But at the same time, we don't really even know how our actions are hurting someone on the inside. Or ourselves. Or ourselves. Yeah. How are you judging hurt? You know, is it like. You don't know how you're mentally maybe Mm -hmm. hurting someone because they may not show it right then and there. So even that statement is such a, like a excuse kind of thing. You know, it's like we just, that's, that's just an excuse.
0: Let's be honest. I mean, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, uh, you know, uh, domestic violence, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty much ignored by the culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, uh, abuse pretty much ignored by the culture uh, in, in the most sacred of places, the home uh, right. the, by the most sacred of people, the parents, you know, uh, so common. We all have our stories, right? And you hear the stories and I worked in, in, in the foster care system and those are the extreme horrible stories, but they're, it's constant. It's all over the place. And only now in our society, we, be, you know, we've termed, uh, you know, we've coined terms like, "Well, there's also emotional abuse." They didn't even consider emotional abuse. You know, mental abuse. Yeah, uh, it's fairly new, and, right? These, these are new concepts, new concepts. in our mm-hmm. in our and, culture. And we
2: all probably still remember some things our parents said to us
0: that destroyed those us. Those,
2: those, those wounds. Yeah. You know that yeah. that yeah. That, yeah. That, and there's that, one thing and literally have
0: us. hindered us our whole entire lives. Yeah. You know, like unless we deal with right. them, you get you get
4: stuck yeah. with it with yeah. something. And not all of it is done on purpose. So there's nope. one, there's one, there's one thing to you know hurt someone unknowingly, and then there's the other to do it with intent of hurting someone. Mm-hmm. So both
0: are bad. Both are bad, right? <laughs> one is just uh, blinder than the other, but you know it's kind of like the sins of omission, a sense of commission. You know, it's like you're still, still, it's just as much yeah. sin to know to know what to do that's right and not do it than it is to know what to do that's wrong and do it, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the sense of they're destructive. I think that that's important for us to understand that there's that another lesson here. You know, a lot of people have a real deep misunderstanding of sin in the human condition. Mm. And I think that that's another thing that Jesus is, is looking at. Like, these are people that would say, hey, I've never committed adultery. I've never murdered anybody. I've never lied in court. I've never, you know, did all these things. But he's saying, <clears throat> and as as Pastor John was saying, as in, I'm not that bad. Right. You know, uh, but the reality is that Jesus is saying, oh, no, <laughs> this is a normal part of your life. <laughs> like, basically, that first statement, everyone in Facebook is going to hell. Everyone, <laughs> you know, pretty much, you know, everyone like on social sweep. media is in danger of the fires of judgment. Yeah, yeah. but wait, no, it's
4: you righteous know. anger.
0: I'm posting <laughs> Ooh, that
4: because it's well,
0: righteous because I who else is oh, going to tell? Have been, it Rationalize. Have been at the men's group we talked about that last last, last <laughs> week cuz in James James talks about the same idea. James talks about that our anger cannot produce any righteousness. You know, it says our anger cannot as a matter of fact, you know, it's like he 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 connects it to, you know, the just the You know, that's why he says, you know, be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to be angry. And uh, we talked a little bit about righteous anger and it's like, yeah, we can have righteous anger. But how do we how do we respond? You know, there is a part of us that, of course. But let's be honest, you know, most of our anger is very selfish. It's just Mm. selfishly motivated. We should have anger towards what? Injustice. Right towards you know uh you know those who are yep. abused we should like i you know i can say i've experienced righteous anger but usually it turns into selfish anger not because you don't agree with me right right that yeah. right, yeah. it isn't righteous because <laughs> you didn't vote for my Mm-hmm. you know, my president or, or that's mm-hmm. not righteous anger. That's just, just you know, anger. That's well, just anger. You, how do you <laughs> judge
4: <for> <laughs> personally? Like, how do you judge whether or not your anger is righteous or not? Like how do you, what are some ways you can mm-hmm. uh, like, determine that? The fruit, I, I, the fruit I think
0: the, the, yeah, the easier question is how do you respond to that? What do you do with that anger? Mm. It, it, you know, the James is saying it's basically, what does it produce? And that's why he makes the point of saying our anger doesn't produce God's righteousness. Um, and then he goes on to say um, that instead let the word of God the word the word that has been implanted in you receive it humbly. Mm. So there's a parallel to humility because the very opposite anger is, I think, fueled by pride and person and self. Uh and righteous anger is is fueled by humility mm. and by and by and by and by the word of god that's been implanted in you so and and then our response is as god responds right so god the word of god says that leave judgment to him leave uh vengeance leave all those things in the hands of god so we know that that's not for us so we feel that that's why we love a good revenge movie i mean uh, yeah. the worst possible hollywood movie is someone uh, fails at their revenge, you know, that, you know, we <laughs> yeah. want justice on the screen. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how we know it. it it's like, you know, <laughs> the worst possible movie is the bad guy gets away with it. I mean, that's like, uh, you know, those movies that have been written are usually, they conf- a lot of people walk away saying, Oh, I didn't like this. It was disturbing. It bothered me. Yeah. Cause the bad guy got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we, we, you know, we have a sense of, of, of righteousness. So it's like
4: intent, like it even goes back to our deconstruction and construction conversation because if your intent, you can go into deconstructing your faith in anger and just bring a wrecking ball towards it. But if the intent is about, I want to go into this with the intent to restore, not to mm. destroy. Right. So like righteous anger to me would be more of like, it's fueling, it's burning up in me because I want to bring restor- help bring restoration to something Um, rather than just, I just want to tear this down and I want to destroy this. this, And I think,
2: you know, the purpose of opening your mind is to finally close it around truth. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you do bring the wrecking ball and you question everything, not necessarily a bad thing, but the intent should be, I, I, let me, let me find this. Let me seek, let me see, let me seek it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, Marie and I watch a lot of crime shows on TV and, and you see some just horrible things that have happened to people. But then you see, um, maybe a child got murdered or something. And then the parents, um, they go through, they go through stages, but maybe at the end they start a nonprofit because they don't want someone else's child, you know, this to happen to someone else. So they, you know, they, they create, uh, you know, they, they put information out there and and everything. And so I think, I think that can be righteous anger because probably initially they were they were hurt upset and they went through all these different yeah. stages Angry. but in the end they want to you know they use that to fuel something good to help to help others because for sure if your child gets murdered yeah. you're, you're gonna go through a stage of, of anger and maybe it comes to forgiveness but but then maybe all that's kind of bundled up bottled up let's you know what let's do something good with mm-hmm. with this let's mm-hmm. let's um let's point that at.
0: That's something good, right? Yeah. I think, I think, uh, maybe anger and love kind of, well, I was going to say that mm-hmm. the, the the right? Righteous anger is recognizing that what, what is destroying people is, is, is sin and the condition and the fallenness of the world. So, uh, you know, if you look at, you know, he, Jesus, Jesus takes it from an action to how we, it's all about how we treat other people. So righteous anger can never treat people badly. Even people who have wronged us. Even people who, uh, uh, you know, it, it, because, and it connects all the different things about judgment and all that. It's because we recognize really who can stand up to that scrutiny, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace, uh, you know, the more that like Paul understood that, right? Because he's like breaking it down. You I'm the chief of sinners, man. I, 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 Dude, I, 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 I murdered people. I, 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 mm-hmm. I took, I jailed people. I hunted people. Uh, so, you know, his response to that was, was rest, I have to restore people. And, 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 and it, and it wasn't like, that's why he had such a passion for the Jewish people because he didn't want, he didn't want them to be lost. He was trying to restore them, trying to open their eyes and not judging them. Uh, it, it, but actually trying to help them recognize their own, their own sin, their own brokenness. Mm. Uh, You know, and I think that, uh, you know, it's funny because it's such an honest perspective, the way that Jesus breaks it down, because, you know, he says at the end, even if you, you you know, even if you call your brother a fool, the term is "rocka," pumpkinhead, or something like that, like foolish person. Calabasa, calabasa, cal- calabasa, <laughs> it, it, It's like that is just the most common thing. We think people are stupid, mm. and as soon as people disagree with us, we think that they're stupid, <laughs> and we say it. You're an idiot. You're this. You're that. And he's basically saying, "Don't you get it? That's the problem. Mm. You're devaluing. You're devaluing people, and devaluing people yeah. is what is." The root is the root of murder in Isn't a sense it the of, and of and like and all evil,
3: and too. It, <laughs> and it goes against the greatest commandment love, right? Love
0: and your the fact that God, <laughs> that we are, you know, uh, this is a term that I've been hearing a lot of, uh, and it struck a chord with me, which is we are image bearers, mm-hmm. uh, that all people are the image bearers of God. That's right. And that that we should respect the fact that, that, that all people are the image bearers, whether they're in a right relationship with God or not. Whether you know that.
3: Well, he the, he gives us an example here yeah. later. On. He gives us two examples. One of uh, your brother and sister to go reconcile with your brother and sister, and then after that, he gives uh, an an outsider, like a not an outsider, but someone someone other than your brother and sister, which is the court. Right, like go back right. and. So he's kind of showing us examples of of forgiveness.
0: Right, he gives two very practical, (laughs) very two two very practical examples. Jesus gives us: you're going and giving an offering to God, uh, and it's not incumbent on the person that's that you have a beef with. It's incumbent on us to fix that beef. You know, uh, you know, humility comes in because you got to be the. "Quote unquote bigger person." Well, that I, I, you know, and I and I, I I had you know I I'm still wrapping my mind around it. Like you know, let me ask you guys a question: How angry are we? I, I'm still a very angry person.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> always angry. Yeah. It's like wristband. That's, that's my always. secret. I'm, I'm always. always. <laughs>
3: you per- don't, you yeah. won't like me when he I'm angry. He has the perfect shirt on today. Halloween. Yeah. Well, murder. <laughs>
0: <Good> <laughs> yeah, you know, because if I if I can confess that, that, that has been a uh, a big struggle. I've shared it from the pulp. I shared it with you guys. I I was an angry kid that turned mm. into an angry teenager, you know, and then God had to do a, 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 a lot of work in me, Uh, you know, in how we respond how I responded mm. because I mean, I, I, I gave an example to my kids so that they can understand. I said like, this is the kind of thing that God is talking about. Like, you know, someone did me wrong. Uh, I won't go all the details, but someone, when I was a teenager, someone did me wrong and I I plotted to return the favor for like six months, mm. Mm. you know? And, and I know I didn't punch anyone. It wasn't even a punching or anything. It was an emotional it was an emotional, and when and when I did it, I like, ah, I got, I got you, know. you back, I got you back, <laughs> and 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 now I look back and I go, my, how 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 that made me sick, how that 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 was like a a poison in me, because it was uh it is about our treatment of other people, our valuing of other people. I remember I, I taught about this a couple of years back, and someone came up to me afterwards, after the service, and she goes, you know, I, I was very moved by what you said, but. How do I do that? Because my job is, I am a a, so, a, a, a political, a social person on fa- on Facebook and all that, and my job is to slam the other side. Well, because that's
4: what
2: gets well, the attention. That's what right? gets that's be the be money. Tough. That's <laughs> gonna be tough,
0: right? And I said, we're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what Jesus is talking. It's like, basically, and and even in arguments. I mean, on 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 a, on a philosophical level the way that people deal with an argument is a personal attack. Mm-hmm. So it isn't even about like the content of what you're saying, but you know, so you believe this or you, well, well you, per, you're personally a jerk or you're personally did this or that. In other words, it's a personal attack. It's not even about, you know, and yeah. politics just trying to totally the discredit time. them. Yeah. It's just As discrediting. And, devalue, and yeah, that's just, our society,
4: especially now with social media and yeah. digital, like, it's so much easier to do that. I feel like when it's face to face, it's not, it's a little harder to a- attack someone on that level as much as like, sure. that's one thing that bugs me so much. Like I'll, I'll get a comment or a response or something on Facebook or even a text or something. And it's like, man, would you say that? You would never say that to my face. No, like, it's
1: so much easier to if, type it, though. Yeah.
4: But I've always thought, even for myself, like, I always check myself. Like, if I'm not willing to say this to someone's face, I'm not going to type it. That's just something I personally tried to do. But, right. but I, I've done it, too, before where I'm like, I'm a little more bold when that's it comes the, to... It's yeah. what Skye's... Uh, Putting yeah, in the book the, about I love outrage. This how he says, you know, <laughs> outrage is one of the new fruits the of, new the fruit spirit. of the spirit, <laughs> and it's so true. Outrage, yeah, yeah. it's one of the new fruit. And when it was funny because you were talking about how, like, the you were talking about fruit, like how to judge, you know, righteous anger and or non-righteous anger based off the fruit. Well, if outrage and anger has become mm. fruit of the spirit for us, like we feel like it's our I responsibility could. to be outrageous, especially when it's. Politics or something that is
2: like, or
0: even like, like, like I just, to just to gain credibility. Just gain sometimes. Yeah, I mean,
2: we use our anger yeah. to go over the top to create a,
0: and you, that's I, kind I, of like I, trolling, okay like
2: almost. Yeah, yeah.
0: and, and you, you, you know, uh some of the things you hear out of uh, the pulpit is just, oh god. Is it because it
4: just—that's what gets the attention? Because you feel yeah, like you have to be it's outrageous. What, it's, it's, no, it's, anyway, it's a little it's, reflection of,
2: of what's reflection, going on. It's a reflection yeah. of what's going on, yeah. and um, comes out.
0: You know, uh, hmm. I mean, isn't that exactly what Paul? What you know, when 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 the Jewish people, you know, the, the, when the Pharisees were responding and the Sadducees were responding to Jesus and their disciples, um, it was personal attacks. Hmm. Right, because it wasn't it, there was nothing concrete. It was all personal attacks, and the and it was veiled in the in the we're more righteous than you. Um, and then we see that in Paul's life, Paul, you know, was a vicious attacker uh, of, for righteousness. He talks about it in Romans that you know recognizing the zeal of God's people. uh, But zeal misplaced zeal. He talks about it. It's just, it's just misplaced. So I think that there is a righteous quote unquote, what we think is righteous anger. And I see that all the time. So like uh, a challenge to, you know, I have some friends that I really struggle with uh, following,
2: Christian uh, shouldn't know, be
0: a doormat, so
2: we gotta go out there. And right, right. That's
0: that's very common view right, right now. In other words, hey, we only have two cheeks. It's like, well, <laughs> that's not what that's not what the Word of God says. Uh, or when I or, or when I or when I put that <laughs> I need, post about blessed are the peacemakers, and the, and and someone quickly says, well, uh, David went to war, and I'm like, okay, so you're equating, uh, you're attacking people with David going to war against an enemy that was trying to kill them. Well, yeah. So you're you're and to assume that that's the way that God wants us to deal. Well, because we see God in the Let, Bible. Let's go to war,
4: especially but, the Old Testament. God had anger. But, he, you know, called the Israelites to war, and you see that God's righteous anger and everything. So we put it on ourselves. Be like, oh, well, if God did that, but, then I have that gives me permission to be. But that, that, that's that, a that, very
0: that, that's, poor, that unfortunately that's a very poor reading and understanding of the Old and Testament. That, and that's what I was going to say. Going
3: back to where you, like where you were teaching this past weekend is. Do we really know our Bibles, right? And do we really mm. know what yeah. these
4: stories really meant and what was because if you're an angry them? person already and you yeah. read that verse, right. and it kind of yeah. gives you ammunition. Oh, you could oh, take. Cool, it. I can be. You angry could take now. it completely so out of context. So, what the maybe.
1: question is: What's righteous anger? Because it's everybody has their own opinion on it. I,
0: th- well, I think. Well, we can have an opinion, but like I, I think what John was saying was right. Righteous anger is the ones. Number one is, it's, it's, it's. it's Biblically correct thinking, right? The one so, uh, and our response, in other words, righteous anger. Uh, you know, does it, if it produces things that are not of God, it is not righteous anger. That's a pretty much simple test. Mm. You know, uh, righteous anger would mean that people are going hungry, and you find a way to feed them. Uh, not righteous anger, let me go kill the people that are not feeding the... Yeah, it has to you know? Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't,
3: doesn't Paul say in your anger, don't sin? Do yeah. not sin. So, here, so there but, it is. So you yeah, anger until, until exactly, you Exactly, but to.
1: then you go back to what Brennan said where, you know, the Old Testament where God brought, you know, anger and brought war to people. So people tend to think that, okay, well, that's justifiable. So I should be that I, way. For You know what I mean? You're right.
2: Generally speaking when God in the Old Testament went to wipe out a uh, a civilization generally speaking most cases were because they were sacrificing their children yes.
1: no I, I mean i know that and, i'm just throwing this out so yeah i'm just question. i'm saying
2: that for the listeners i'm mm-hmm. just saying that so in most cases it's that
0: but and he always gave people outs and he did, yeah. and, and he did, and, and he was else.
2: incredibly <laughs> like graceful and forgiving too. You need, you need to read those peaks and valleys in the Old Testament where God took people back, yeah. and there's way more grace than, than anger.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but as we talk about righteous anger, I think of example in my own life, because I struggle with it when like a Jehovah's Witness might come to my door, and sometimes I'll get upset because they're leading people astray. And so I get up. I, I get upset because they're like, um, you know, it's like literally opening the door to hell. And, and this is what I'm saying to myself in my mind. So I struggle like if if I'm going to engage them, um, could could I use some righteous anger in in that? You know, and, and I struggle with that. What so what? But what's then? I think what's going to be the fruit? So. Should I just let's just pray here and and calm down and try to talk to these people and make a relationship? Mm-hmm. Pastor Frank has has done that. Mm-hmm. You know that's one of your gifts. Um, and so the the last time that that happened to me, um, and and I and I prayed and and that's what I did. I I, I talked with them and we kind of went verse by verse and we we argued some verses. None of us got upset and I kept praying the whole time. Like Lord, don't, I don't want to get fired up and start. Viewing them, uh, viewing the the Jehovah's Witnesses uh, in that in that light. Even though I think I could have easily went that way and and justified it and so on and so forth, but I but I tried to give give them uh, something and some verses to think about, and um, you know just speak with love in my heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that that for me at that moment was the why in the road. Again, I could have taken either path, and and um, but in the end, I wanted them to
0: to to come to saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Right, right. It's, so, so the righteous anger for me when I think I was stressed out in that is 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 my anger isn't towards them; it's towards the enemy,
4: right? That has
0: led them astray. That you know. So, the, to me, the righteous anger is what you, is basically uh, I, I'm going to try to be uh, what we're called to be reconcilers. You know, to help them see the Lord to To pray with them, to pray that the, you know, to, to let the work of the Holy Spirit, yeah. um, you know, I had a friend who was Jehovah Witness and that, uh, you know, I didn't engage in arguments with him, but I loved him. I loved him a lot. And I, and I would t- share the truth with him. And he came to a knowledge of, of, of Jesus. He's, he's a minister right now. Mm. Uh, you know, so it's, it, you know, so I think the righteous, righteous anger is aimed at the right things righteous anger is against the real enemy mm-hmm. uh and uh which is you know uh, you know the principalities and powers and 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 uh and the right- righteous enemy is our is, uh, righteous you know, our enemy is sin our enemy is yeah. brokenness our enemy is lies right exactly our enemies are, are the father of lies yeah <laughs> and, and 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 um that is hard but that is the fruit of the spirit that is produced is, is we are, we are a part of the rescue mission for humanity. We've mm-hmm. been God for whatever in his infinite wisdom has allowed us to be a part of that rescue. And it's kind of like uh the drowning man that you have to, you know, he might drown you if you're not careful. You know, sometimes you have to punch him in the face. And I'm not saying punch people in the face. Oh, but, I've had to do that. But, but in the sense of sometimes, but we have to, we have I've
1: to, I've had to do that for real. <laughs> yeah. witness. <laughs> yeah. No, no. no, diving. I've had, it not, I've the, had in to not. In
0: the do sense people. of, but, but that punching of the face, how do we do that while trying to rescue somebody? Mm. Uh, you know, so it doesn't mean that we're not, we, there might not be moments of, of, of hardness but it's always with the motivation of right. rescue and love. Right. So sometimes there is, you know, speaking the truth in love, right? That's what yeah. we do. So that's not watering down the truth, right? The truth is sometimes ex- the medicine is sometimes extremely painful right. for the, for the, for the person who's sick. But my motivation is to bring them to reconciliation with God. So, um, the bottom line is we can't call people bad names. Right. We can't. So we can't think it. people are not valuable. It's we can't. Right. We 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 don't have enemies mm-hmm. that are people. That's yeah. what God says, right? It's Pray for your bad. enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Why is he saying that? He's saying we got to take that mindset that people are our enemies, and instead look at sin is our enemy, mm-hmm. and and lies are our enemy, and 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 the truth is what what we fight for. The problem is that our pride gets in that and, uh, our, our personal feelings of getting attacked. Right. Paul, Paul suffered through that. They physically attacked them, but they verbally assaulted them, assaulted them everywhere. He went, the disciples were brought into court and lied about, uh, blessed are those who, who, you know, basically when they lie about you for the, for the sake of the kingdom, it talks about that, you know, but it's for the sake of the kingdom, not because you're a jerk.
4: Yeah,
3: you know. Guy okay. has a, a great example in the book um, about uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he 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 said he would he would attack he would attack the not attack the people, but attack like let's say the thinking. The thinking. And uh, he had great com- uh, great relationships with the people. The people never talked anything bad about him. Mm-hmm. They they all he did was talk good about him because he never attacked the person. He attacked. Yeah, it was Justice
4: um, Scalia. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true.
4: That's what he was saying, talking about him. Yeah. So yeah, and it reminds me of a podcast I was listening to yesterday. Actually, I think it was Gombus. It might have been Preston Sprinkle. I get him confused sometimes because, but um, (laughs) he was talking about evangelicals and evangelicalism because right now, that's Preston Sprinkle. I can get really angry at evangelicals right now because of how they're acting in Mm -hmm. our country you know, personally. And so I have to lay down that anger and pick up God's righteous anger and be more like, okay, don't hate the evangelical, hate the evangelicalism. Cause it's the ism that has to be transformed and may, may have to die so it can be resurrected, whatever. But the person, I, like I can't hate churches. the person.
1: <laughs> right.
4: So, but it's funny because <laughs> like, I think it's hard too when it becomes, when it's close to home, because nowadays, like it could be your family members who you could have Different political ideas or whatever, and now there's no grace anymore. Where like, if you don't agree with me that this guy should be president or this or that, then you I can't talk to you anymore, and we can't like even be friends or family. So it's like you have to have, and that's that's that anger. That's the anger that's coming up. to will be like you have to agree with me or else. And that's definitely
2: not righteous anger. That's not righteous <laughs> no. anger, no.
4: So, but for me, like, it, it's it's hard because I can get really, I get really frustrated with, it's like, okay, you say you're Christians, but you're acting not like a Christian right now. And I get anger and that, that could turn into very unrighteous anger if I let it, or it could turn it, or it could be righteous anger if I allow it and help love the person and speak truth and lead them to Jesus and like, really like, maybe let them... Uh, you know, you can't force someone to change their mind. You're not going to change anyone's mind, really? You just lead them to the truth. How hopefully. long is it
0: taking for us? Well that's what I always decades. think about it. I always think about it, man. I'm being honest when this I'm in true. the middle of a conversation, and someone's just uh, in my perspective, not getting it, I go well i didn't I didn't get it for a long time, too. yeah, yeah. so all I could do is is but but my approach is definitely important. Yes, because you Clearly. want that person to be able to, you want to be able to continue the dialogue, right? And you actually have to love them. And I think that's what's missing.
4: Yeah, a
0: lot of times, even in our evangelism, it, it, and we talk about this as, as 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 pastors, do you love your church? And yeah. by that, I mean the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, 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 it's that is really what God is calling us to do is 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 to have that kind of love for the for the people of God. And yeah, Gamba's talked about that too. I was just having a, uh, an hour long conversation with Marco last night about that. Cause you know, he's, he's been struggling, uh, w- him and Ellie, like many of our younger people with, you know, we went through, you know, they've seen some grown up in the church and they've seen just a lot of things that are not, that are not godly, that are not biblical, that yeah. are not, uh, but it, you know, again, you know, my challenge to him was, uh, you know, uh, I, I believe that what most people struggle with in church is, you know, the same struggles that people, people are in sin and they're in sin in church and they're in sin in, in the world and they're broken and they're sick and they're, you know, so it's, I said, but, you know, b- but what do you expect? Right. I mean, there's an expectation of, uh, you know, I said you have to be able to love those people because we have to be able
4: to know that they're valuable. Right. First, you got to say, this is still valuable, whether it's the person
0: valuable or than
4: you. Well, yeah. And, and, in
2: large, in a large regard. Yeah. Yeah. If, if we, if we, we, yeah, if we, I struggle with that, Mm. lay down our selfish ways, pick up the cross. That's really the way to look at someone when we're trying to love and serve. That is that they're actually more important than me.
4: Hmm. Yeah, which that's is hard. A, That's a tall order, man. Is, yeah.
2: How are we going to bear they, it,
3: with each other's burdens if we don't?
2: If we're a bunch of narcissists, well, it's all about us, all you know. And I think and, some and, of that, comp- how some of that maybe is is our own projection of thinking that God, like I saw God as, um, like my father, my earthly father, yeah, and his faults and his mm-hmm. flaws. And that, that, so my idea of God was severely flawed. God is not angry all the time. Hmm. Right. That is not. So, so for me, and when I think about my own anger that I'm sure that was projected thinking that, well, God's upset with me and God's angry at me most of the time. Hmm. While that is just simply not true. I remember, uh, in some of my readings of Chuck Smith, that he said about the congregation, God's not angry with these people. And I think that's something we need to even say more from the pulpit. G- God is not angry all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not, God is not, you know, the Bible says God is love. So God, God is not driven by anger. God's driven by love. He proved it mm-hmm. by sending his son, Jesus to the cross. Yeah. Right. So, so that, you know, it can it can start with our own relationship with God and our and our flawed thinking that God God is an angry God. Yeah. Um. Fundamentally, that's not that's, that's not true. Such that's flawed.
4: A great message too, especially today, because if you think about it, I think that's why so many people are turned off by Christianity in the church in America today, because they look at Christians and they see anger. Mm. They just see that outrage and anger all the time. So then they're like, "Oh, well, if your God is like that, then mm, why pointing
2: fingers? Right. Judging. Yeah. Yep. So which that, is anger.
4: And it goes back to the image of God thing, how we're all made in the image of God and how we should reflect the image of God. And it's not, you're right. Like he, it's not all anger, anger, anger
0: (coughs) all the time. And if you see the successful people in the kingdom of God, and by successful, meaning that they've had impact, it's the very opposite. It's the, it's the peacemakers Mm. that have the most impact. It's the, the ones who love the most that have the greatest impact, obviously Jesus, uh, uh, but the disciples look at the, 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 the change in them from angry, angry followers of Christ. Cause some of them were angry, you know, Peter, everyone remembers mm-hmm. Peter chopping off the ear and all that, but <laughs> they were all, you know, pretty pissed at people, you know, they were asked at one point, they're asking for fire to rain down from the sky to, you know, cause they weren't received well. Um, mm. uh, I think of like Martin Luther King, uh, while he was a flawed man, yes. But if you've ever read his stuff, he really, he, you know, he didn't approach people as, uh, you know, my enemies, mm. you know, I, I, but he believed in uh, that this, the only way we're going to overcome this is through peaceful means. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the, you know. and the
2: Bible says that, and it, it, leads us and tells us and shows us we're living in that this is the age of grace, and so, like you were you like you were saying, you know, for from people on the outside looking in, it might look like the age of of anger, of rage. right? we where we're, yeah. we're, we're not even exhibiting yeah. so much grace. Yeah. So so yeah. so God, God is not angry. The, the tribulation's coming. Yes, where where God is going to display His anger, but this is the age of grace. Right. That's what I try to explain to people.
0: It, it, it's like, listen, it says that God is withholding his wrath. Paul talks about it. He's got plenty of time to okay. be angry. I know it's, and it's, and he it's has coming, righteous, right. he has righteous anger. Right. But people, it's amazing to me how, cause I grew up with a wrathful God too, because that's the way it was depicted to me. You know, I, yeah. I say jokingly, but it damaged me. Yes. My mom, my mom saying, you know, Daddy, God's going to get you. He's watching you. So you you come up with you grow up as a child with this idea that, that this omnipotent force is just waiting, waiting, to like yeah. pounce. You can't have intimacy. No, with like no, that. It, you know. You and, um, yeah. No, but 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 I explain very clearly. It's like and um, it's like the wrath of God has not been poured out. There has not. God is holding back. Mm. So, to to describe God as wrathful, to describe God as 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 hating mankind or hating people, uh, is problematic to me because it's completely contrary to the Word of God. I mean, completely contrary, Old Testament and New Testament. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, he was very wrathful." No, nope. was he? Kept trying to save yeah. these people over and over again. Kept trying to intervene and draw people to him. Pursue, pursue, you know, pursue, pursue. It was all. There's uh,
2: always remedies too. Yeah, for, yeah. you know, uh, it
0: is. Uh, from the beginning, uh, trying to bring healing to people, uh, and, and never, never kicked away people who came to him. Uh, he, you know, all those things. Why is it that we are fixated? on God being wrathful. I don't understand it from a biblical perspective because it's just not there. It's just not there. There will be a time and that's the, you know, and even that judgment is after everything has been exhausted. Every, every opportunity has been exhausted, you know? And, 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 and the, the, the final thing is, is that what, that his wrath is directed towards What? Uh, in the Bible, the the final extinguishing and judgment is sin and death get cast into the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. So his ultimate wrath is against the disease right. of sin and death
2: and what it does, not people, because because right. God provided the remedy right. for sin. So it's, yeah. it's never directed at 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 uh, and 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 you know, of course, people. They choose, they can choose to believe or not. Um, So, and, and there's that, another thing that hovers over, I think uh, Christianity is like when something bad happens to us, we think that God did it. I, I messed up and then God's punishing me. I would. That's, that's severely flawed too. Yeah. The ma- vast majority of the time, that's just simply not true. You, you might you reap the consequences. Reaping so. Yeah, reaping uh, and so. Right. That's a bi- That's a. That's a biblical truth. We yeah. we did something, and now we're going to yeah. reap the. consequences yeah, Emotionally, physically, spiritually, uh, all those awesome. things apply. Yeah, James. I always go back to James. But it's not God both examples. Punishing purposely singling you out to. I got you. To, right to to punish you. Um, there used to be this game years just, ago. I, I, I
0: always do. think of Whack-A-Mole. Well, I, there, was, I, there was an actual game <laughs> where you created a planet and you were a god. <laughs> and, and you
2: it, were angry.
1: No, listen, no, let me tell you why. And you I wiped did, everybody There was out. also another god, <laughs> and then he had his
0: people. You had to uh, bless your people. This is a really popular game. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember that. It was really popular. I was, I've been a gamer since, like, the 80s. I played Age of Empires. Where you? what where this, you, but listen, this is the extent of this. It was, it, this is way before all of that. It was like the beginning of okay. like three like D terrain, and but but you can go find the leader of the other people, and just make land disappear, and they would sink into the and they would they would fall in the water, you know. So that Problem was solved, I always, right? I always <laughs> said to myself, that's Problem how people solved. think that God is. That he's walking around going, just, you're out. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> you're out. You're out. You're out. You're out. You're out. Now let me bless your people, I'll make a mountain here, give you some farmland, you know, <laughs> wow. and it's just such yeah, a, <laughs> it's such a childish,
1: mm. is this a board game or an actual video It
0: was games? a video game, I will I will do some research to remember the name of the game, I played it played it for, for for a long time, but it was Let's way before, it. Play it. With, yeah. oh yeah, I was, I, and I was a, I, I <laughs> was <done>. a wrathful <laughs> God, <laughs> like you could, cut, you could bring lightning down, you can, you know, and then what, it's, you're just left with you, with your with your people, because it's <laughs> and it's you're still angry. You. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the game, man. I I, I can't remember the name of that game, but but it was a it kind of was a precursor mm. to uh, to it's yeah. like on a Commodore sixty four or something uh, like that far back. Uh, I'm talking. Well, I had an Amiga, which is like one of the first That's after Commodore sixty four. Yeah, it was. Com- I had a Commodore. Mm-hmm. I had an Amiga. Yeah, okay, it might have been on my Amiga. Uh, this is like the first, like, uh, Windows type of program. There wasn't even Windows. It had the little, you know, Windows didn't exist yet. C colon backslash. Yeah, 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 all that. Green, but, green screen.
4: On that happy yeah.
0: note. <laughs> <laughs> no, hi, it, was, it was the first color screen that came oh, out. It okay, was the Amiga. Okay. It was way before all the other ones. Okay. Uh, anyway, to, not to get on the point, but the point is, it's like, I, that really bothers me. I spent a lot of time talking to people, just letting them know that God's not out to get them. God is not out to get them. He is out to get you to save you yes to to spend to, to know you he loves you and then to and, spend that, and then i get upset because i hear pastors again unfortunately talking about uh the you know you know they want to that we're make, we're trying to make jesus and and god kind of like wimps and weakness you know and they, and they have to emphasize the whole you know ur, 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 you know <laughs> monkiness of of of, masculinity. of humanity masculinity <laughs> Toxic masculinity. But I have to say, do. it's it's it's, tr- it's <laughs> true. It comes through in the church yes, so much. It's sure. like this idea that listen, I believe I, I, I have I am a warrior. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I I I I definitely relate to that. But but the thought of me as a warrior is more of a warrior for for peace, because mm. I you know a warrior in the sense of what we're fighting for. Not people. I don't want to cut people's heads off, you know, and uh yeah, you know, unless and it's a and a woman video game. could be a warrior. Yeah, so and a woman not, Yeah, it's, it's not it's, it's not it's not yeah And they it, were, you know. Exactly. Uh, you know, we get so Zena. we get so we get so caught up in all that, you know. Wonder woman. Zena. Wonder Woman. Wonder man, Wonder Woman. Been going for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you if you let us we'll another. We'll three just hours keep going. Later. Yeah. But listen, uh, we're looking forward to Pastor Frank's message this weekend. Yes. Uh we also have a <laughs> special guest that's coming uh, mm. to worship with us. Uh if you're familiar with the band Spoken, um and uh the lead singer um will be coming and joining and, and doing worship with his family. He's uh he's an awesome guy, Matt Baird. Uh you can look follow him and he has um he has many, many albums, and but but uh, this is a this is a guy who's dedicated his life to you know traveling. He's always in a van. He's always down uh, by the river. Uh, no, no, not not down by the river, but he's got a <laughs> van. Down he, by the highway. Down by the hi- no, I know oh, yeah. he's in a van down by the Walmart because that's where you'll find <laughs> all Christian yeah. musicians yeah. staying overnight. Yep. Is the Walmart oh, yeah. Walmart parking sense. lots across America. But he is coming to uh, lead uh, acoustic worship for us. And if you like his music or if you want to hear about, uh, you know, you know, get to know him a little bit more, he'll be there. And uh, we look forward to that. If you don't have a home church, we'd love for you to come. Uh, we meet on Sundays at 1030 at the Old Davy Schoolhouse. Uh, we are, so far, so good. We are moving towards uh, uh, having a permanent home. God has, uh, you know, provided a way and uh we hope to be in our new digs uh for god willing december uh and uh we are looking forward to the fact that we can establish community there that's what you know that's 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 what we desire is to you know to be the community of god so again if you want to reach us uh you can email us at pastors at RiseCommunity.org. R-O-O-D. 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 Yes. And uh, we'd love to hear your comments, your questions. We'd like to get that so that we can uh, actually talk about them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we know it takes a little time to kind of get some traction, and we're hoping that you're enjoying the podcast. We'd love your feedback. If uh, you have some suggestions, like, uh, Pastor Pete, you talk too much. Uh, you're more than welcome <laughs> to send it our also, way. And rating. I will not respond in righteous anger.
4: <laughs> Have we had it? Nice. You got to leave, leave a rating and review too. Yeah. So that way it can help us on iTunes.
0: All right. Love you guys. Let's say get, let's say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, goodbye. guys. Love you. <laughs> Listen to some Rick Springfield. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Have a great week. All right. God bless. Bye. You. Bye. Thanks for listening
4: to the Rude Pastors Podcast, a ministry of Rise Community Church. For more information, visit risecommunity.org or if you have questions and comments, email rudepassers at risecommunity.org.